This is the MagicWordPodcast.com. Here we are at the beginning of uh, day three, and I say actually the beginning, here we are, I just finished a hot dog, and uh, I'm actually sitting next to a couple of hot dogs. One of them is Rocky, and its owner, Lance Burton. Hey there, Lance. I think there was a hot dog underneath all that uh, onions and uh, relish. That's right, yeah. which I call salad. That, that, yeah, that counts as a salad, doesn't it? It was green, yeah, you know. exactly. <laughs> That's what I look That's at. healthy. It. You're eating healthy, Thank Scott. you. I'm feeling very good, yeah. Better, very good. <laughs> so, uh, last night's show was really uh, great. I thought it was uh, a lot of fun start to finish. You were a surprise kind of coming out. I thought the uh, story that uh, they had told uh, in, in previous years about Peg Weichel having that quarter. Do you yeah. want to relate that story real quick? Yeah. Well, well, I finally I, I, I stopped over at the museum in Marshall, Michigan, mm-hmm. and they have all of Neil Foster's correspondence. And mm-hmm. in there, they, they pulled it out. They have the letters to me and the letter to Matt King and the letter to Jeff Hobson writing us saying, yes, you're in the contest. And I have, finally, I have proof. There's Neil's letter to me saying, you're on Friday on the oh, contest. So it's not you, it it's was It's not him. me. <laughs> so what happened, I now have the smoking gun. Yeah. I received a copy of the letter that's in funny. the mail saying, you're on Friday. So that's why I thought I was on Friday. Well, apparently, they had changed the day that I was on, but no one bothered to tell me. So Mac is on Thursday. So I was going to be here to watch Mac, but I didn't get here early, you know, because I wasn't competing on Thursday. Well, Mac gets here, and he sees my name on the board. He goes to Neil Foster. This is in 1977. I'm 17 years old. He goes to Neil Foster and says, Lance thinks he's on Friday. And Neil says, well, he's on today. If he doesn't show up, he's out. So Mac, being a good friend, decides he's going to call me. But he didn't have a quarter for the payphone, so he is running around the audience. Well, he had a dilemma. He, he probably had for dilemma. a moment think, should I call him? Should I call him or not? <laughs> or should not? I? Less competition. Exactly. So he. So finally, this nice lady named Peg Weichel, Weichel lends him a quarter, and he calls me and wakes me up. I'm in, I'm in cold water. Harry Collins and I were standing at the 15, w- 20 miles away. Best Western there in, in, uh, in uh, cold water and wakes me up out of a dead sleep like at 6 37 in the morning yeah says hey you're on today you better get down here and so so i jump up jump in the shower get in the car get my birds drive over here and i make it just in time and, and that was the famous contest where the winners were me jeff hobson and matt king first second and third place and uh so anyway and and so last, last night, night yeah. mac told the story and peg was here so I came out and, and uh, gave her flowers and then uh, produced a quarter from behind Max's ear, and uh, it was a great moment. And then Max said, well, that was only a quarter, and money has increased. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then I did a, the Miser's Dream. Miser's Dream thing. <laughs> had Matt cough up a bunch of, a bunch of more money. More quarters, it yeah, I had the, in the bucket. It was, it was a fun fun thing but so i just did that one little thing but it was a good show they had uh, they had mike caveney mcn and mac and uh, uh guy hollingsworth meadow perry meadow perry who's right here meadow meadow did a fantastic job <laughs> oh and here's meadow 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 lance got something these are for, for you. your kids 
Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Those Thank are you. Kids. Thank you so much. And Scott's recording. That's right. For, uh, oh my gosh. For posterity, so they know they did that. They're gonna love this. They're, you know, they're um, being really inspired by the Abbott's oh, Magic Convention. Now so. They can do their own act. Wow. That's right. Wow. We were going to spend way too much money in the dealer's room, so this will save mom a yeah. few bucks. <laughs> yes. And Meadow was on last night. She was fantastic. Was the bubble show. act with the with, with the smoke and the bubbles. Great variety. And yes. then, yeah, then they uh, closed, and, and Matt King did his uh, act a little bit uh, more than usual. Actually, I thought the routine that Mike did was a little bit, I'd not seen him do that uh, walking knot rope, you know, with a linking uh, coat hanger. It's kind of cool. Oh, I don't remember. Well, I, I didn't get to You're see backstage. it. I was backstage. Yeah. I missed it. <laughs> uh, that was a little bit. I'm going to talk to you, Meadow, here okay. pretty soon. Okay. All right. Good. <laughs> uh, and then um, close with uh, Guy Hollingworth. Yeah. You know, what a classic act. Once again, you were backstage and you I was not seen his show I didn't before. Get to, I've never seen him, and I, I didn't get to see the whole act. I did, And I saw it from backstage, but from what I saw, it looked fantastic. Yeah. Very yeah. smooth, very elegant. Now, are you on tomorrow, or are you doing anything else? Tomorrow at uh, 1 o'clock, we are doing a little thing right here. And Is that the whole group, you and Keith and everybody? Or? No, it's just me and Bill Smith. Hmm. Uh, we're going to show... My last television special, the On the Road special, mm-hmm. and and tell in, stories. In the complete. Behind, behind, the whole special, and okay. we're going to tell behind-the-scenes stories. Kind of a director's cut, kind of like when you're watching a DVD, you can kind of hear what yeah, the yeah. actors I did this. I did this at the unconventional convention a couple of years ago, and it was very popular because people would just shout out questions, yeah. and we'd just pause it, and I would oh, answer. Yeah. yeah, so it was very interactive. And, uh, but there's a lot of you know funny stories and things that happened as we were filming. Didn't you and Fielding do something like that here at another convention? Seems like you were sitting on a chair and you were watching oh, a video. What was we were that? Watching convention? the video. That was that was at Bill's collectors, Bill Smith's collectors convention right. down in Texas. Yeah, and we were right showing. Austin, yeah. uh, we did a benefit show for USA for Africa back in 1980. 384. And everybody was in that. Every, it seemed everyone, like Doug Henning and yeah. uh, Harry Anderson. And Harry Blackstone Jr., yeah. Mark Wilson. Mm-hmm. That was a uh, uh, that was a, an epic show. Right. Oh, Tim Wright show starting. Tim, that's right. And that was the voice of Mark Holstein, who has been the... Um, stage manager for like the last four decades been doing a great job he's going to work with everybody backstage over there uh so anyhow you got that thing coming up over tomorrow afternoon and then you got some more shows coming up uh yeah so talk a little bit about after magic live you are you going to be at magic live at no all, i won't be or? at magic live but after abbott sunday we're driving to Howell, michigan i'm doing a benefit show for the food bank there right tim wise is producing and yeah. then we're going to colorado and new mexico for lance burton and friends there we go all right well we're getting ready obviously here in the background. So, for the Magic Word Podcast, that was Lance Burton. We just finished the Tim Wright show, which was really good. We had a contest earlier this morning, and I am with someone who actually was a contestant. I just saw recently the SAM, and she was also uh, one of the stars in last evening's wonderful show, Ms. Meadow Perry. Hello there, Meadow. Hello again, Scott. <laughs> How are you? Fantastic. Good to see you. And uh, you are looking cheerful, and it's good. you got your children here with you as well, so you're probably happy. Yeah, I'm really happy. Um, they're being very inspired by the Abbott's Convention and getting really to uh, see kind of my world. It's great. 
I was about to say that because you haven't really taken your children with you to the conventions. It's the first time that they've been at a magic convention. That's right. This is the first time. Um, so, you know, they just got to meet Lance and he gave right. them some magic. That's we've, cool. We've been in a dealer's room and they've gotten really inspired. Um, Stefan's been doing some mentalism and, oh, and playing around with uh, some stuff. And uh, it's been really great. Yeah. And a lot of fun. Well, I mentioned about the uh, contest that was we had uh, earlier than this morning. And you were in the contest then last week, which was a little bit uh-huh. different because I thought the SAM has something that's going on with them. And that is that they also will offer like a cash, not a cash prize, but a cash entry fee. They give you money back for entering the contest. Oh, yeah. They have uh, a, like a, uh, what's it called? Not a sponsorship, a um, scholarship, scholarship for, for yes. people to um compete and, and encourage them to compete because, you know, it's it costs a lot to fly out to these conventions. And sure it does. So does that money actually go to however you want to spend that or is that specifically supposed to go towards some other conference or what? Uh, you can spend Anything? it for whatever, yeah. Okay. But I think it's more intended to re, kind of reimburse you for your travel costs. So mm-hmm. it encourages you to come out because um, it, it is a big burden to be able to compete and I think that's a big hindrance for a lot of people. Right. So Yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, and I thought the uh, competition then and as today, you know, was pretty pretty outstanding, pretty stellar. They have uh, good good competitors and a yeah. uh, good variety of everything then as well. The show you were doing last night, was there anything new that you were offering? I know it looked like you had a little bit of issues we've talked about before yeah. with the wind, I mean the yeah. vent. Uh, they did have, uh, they have a pretty serious uh, HVAC system at the back of the stage. So we, we tried to close the traveler curtains to kind of keep that from interfering with the act. But, of course, mm-hmm. um, it still interferes. And when you get warm bodies in the room, it also changes kind of the airflow. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, w- it was a little challenging last night. But uh, that was my uh, Magic Castle set. Um, that I uh, really like to do. It's about my 13-minute thir- mm-hmm. set. Um, and, yeah, it's just kind of a combination of uh, some character pieces, getting to know me, or persona pieces, I should say, and um, my bubble artistry. So, Did you put that together specifically for the Castle Act? I did. Uh, it was a piece that I specifically put together um, and curated in a way that you could get to know a little bit about me and you get to see kind of my best of pieces because I I think that's what you really want people to walk away with. You want them to be wowed but you also want them to know a little bit about you when they leave. Right. And uh, also I think everyone was wowed. Everyone uh, I heard were giving glowing recommendations saying, man, I hadn't seen Meadow before and this is, hadn't hadn't really seen Bubble Act. I mean, the last time, I think that they probably seen somebody. I think Tom Noddy was here. I know he's been at the IBM. We talked about him on another occasion. But uh, I know that uh, bubbles are not something you typically see at a magic convention. So, yeah, you're really the outstanding, you're the juggler amongst magicians, (laughs) I guess. It it is funny um, because I I do, I am a magician. I do other magic, but I know that at magic conventions, that is the thing that sets me apart. So, I um, make a point to do kind of my really great mag- uh, bubble artistry. Right. Yeah, it's uh, it's something that is completely unique, and there are not many people who do what you do uh, and, and make a living of it and traveling about because you're yeah. doing other festivals and fairs and uh, as well as conventions and conferences, and not just for magicians, obviously. Right, yeah. So um, I'm out here for Abbott's, and then on Sunday I'll be doing Magic on the Farm with Lance Burton, mm-hmm. um, which I'm really thrilled to be a part of. What's that going to be? What's the Magic on the Farm? It's a charity event. Um, I'm sure Lance Burton can tell you more about it. Um, I don't have all the details, but I know there's going to be some... Uh, special Lance Burton paintings that are for auction for the charity and uh, there's going to be a special dinner and some shows Uh, it's going to be a really good time 
sounds like a lot of fun. And, and the date again on that is coming up when? Uh, this Sunday, which I believe is the 6th. The 6th, that's correct. Yes. Yeah, this runs the 1st through the 5th. And so people who are listening to this right now in real time, mm-hmm. you'll have a chance then to uh, get over and check yeah. that out. Uh, and then I will also be at the Ligonier Public Library in Ligonier, Indiana on Tuesday the 8th. So you're so, going to be kind of all around this area. Yeah. But you, we were talking before, you were not going to Magic Live, though, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. Yep. But, so, uh, yeah, I have family in this area, so I'll be visiting some family, nice. and yeah. and uh, I'll be at the Ligonier Public Library. That sounds yeah. great. So for the Magic Word Podcast, thank you very much, Meadow. Always a pleasure. That was Meadow Perry. Scotty out. We are in the dealer's room now, and we've got, what I say, one, two, three, four, about eight or nine uh, different dealers, so it's uh, a good distribution, good variety over here, and one of the people who is uh, is uh, one of my favorite dealers, been around for a while, and kind of goes back to the days, even with Paul Diamond, you know, <laughs> he's been around for a while, and here he is, Dave Cressy, hey Dave. How are you? <laughs> Fantastic. So, yeah, I was just thinking about Paul Diamond because I remember that you and Paul kind of had to do a booth that were kind of nearby. You remember him, was, of course, being a good friend? He was, uh, he was a gem. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, Paul was, a, Paul was a good guy. Yeah. yeah. I remember Paul, you know, when he was down in Florida and he was selling his business. He'd sell his business and and guy would buy it and... Two years down the road, he'd sell the business again. And I'm saying, wait, so how can you sell a business once and then sell it again? But he did this every two years. He'd sell the business to so many people. And Would I'm he like, start a new business and that's what he'd sell? Or he just... a, yeah, he'd start a new business, but doing exactly the same as he did in the beginning. Yeah. So he'd be selling the same business over and over and over again. Yeah. I'm like, I, I just couldn't figure it out. <laughs> Well, speaking of business and a business plan, it seems like that your business as uh, as the uh, dealer for uh, mouth coils and throws and things like that, I mean, that goes on and on. That's endless. seems like that your career has been endless. How many years have you been oh doing that? Oh, God. Since, uh, well, since 70, 76, I think, 74, 75, okay. 76, somewhere in that area. Um, I, I, I did it for quite some time. I put about 28 years in, and, and it got to the point where I couldn't manufacture anymore because I was getting arthritis in my shoulders. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because you were hand-making a bunch of that, right? Were, everything was handmade. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole thing, all the coils were handmade. Uh, we, were making, we were making spring flowers. I had to get rid of that business because it was too overpowering. Uh, it, 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 we really had a concentrate on, on, the, on the coil business because that was the bigger part of the business mm-hmm. and I, I did it up until about 206 and, and I sold it to John Reed uh, John Reed took it over he came up uh, uh, check in hand and bought the business and we packed it into a truck and he took it down to New York and I just figured that's the end of Dave Cressy and cried my eyes out for half an hour. What did I do? <laughs> and so what ultimately happened after that? Um, I became an advisor, you know, for uh, for the product. Uh, still had still had my hand in it in some ways, but only because my name was on the package. And, and I, I didn't want to see anything out there that wasn't a 
quality product. Sure. You know, so John kept up the uh, kept up the business over a period of time. Some of uh, some of his uh, suppliers started to raise the prices, and uh, it just got to a point where he couldn't. He really couldn't buy the paper anymore. Well, he had to go in a different avenue, but maintaining maintaining the, uh, the quality of the product. Businesses of all kinds have an ebb and flow, and they don't last forever. And, I, and obviously, things change. And then you look at a global economy. I'm, you know, what comes to mind for an example was Fantasio, and talking about his product that he was yeah. selling, and he had a monopoly on that. But then when they started. Uh, Knocking him off, I guess, and FISM, or uh, from FISM, from uh, from the Orient, I guess, some Asians and everything, and that was kind of the beginning of the end. And so, yeah. well, I mean, the Orient, the Orient is kind of like uh, they're infamous, so they'll they'll make anything. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll they'll try to knock off people, but uh, the percentage of the stuff that was coming out of the Orient was really trash. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really a quality product. I mean, you, if you wanted a quality product, especially with, with you know candles, you, you had to buy. You had to buy. Uh, uh, buy American. Buy American, yeah. yeah. And is all yours still made in America? Oh yeah, absolutely. Everything else. with American products, yeah. It's, now you've expanded your your line, so it's not just mouth coils and uh, and throws, I guess. So it's not mine anymore. Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> let me re- rephrase that, I guess. Your name is still on it, though. Is it Dave Cressy, right? Though my name is still on it, and I told him years ago when he bought it, I says, "You're eventually going to have to get rid of the name." I says because now it's not Cressy Products anymore; it's really John Reed. <laughs> But he wanted to keep the name on it to keep the name alive, sure. only for quality products, quality purposes. So I don't mind, you know. It keeps my name out there. Well, most of the things then that John Reed sells, I assume, are still paper products, like paper roses and whatever yeah. else kind of thing. Well, the paper roses come from Michael Moore, right? Okay. Uh, and Michael, Michael's another one. He did did a great job with this product. Really yeah. fantastic. It's it's it be, it became. It became a curse to me because once I found a napkin, now I go looking for napkins in restaurants <laughs> to see how what the quality of the the, yeah. the, the tissues are. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> some of them some of them are really good, but uh, for all intents and purposes, Michael come out with a nice product. Now you've been coming to Abbott's for a long number of years. This has got to be one of your favorite conventions. It is the favorite convention. Tell me why. What is it that makes this the best? It's home away from home. It really is. How far are you from here? Where do you live? 840 miles. Okay. 840.9 miles. From my house. trip a lot, huh? From my house to the, uh, uh, what is the, the Holiday Inn in Sturgis. Oh, in Sturgis, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so you drive back and forth over there then each night from here? Yeah. No, I'm staying, actually, I'm staying with uh, Greg and uh, Debbie Borden. Okay. Yeah, I just stay there the first. Is Gay staying over there too? Is Gay Blackstone staying at Gay there? Gay Blackstone's staying over there too. Yeah, yeah. It was funny because uh, last year she said her and I are going to have to share a bathroom, and I said, "Oh my God, Gay, Gay and I sharing the bathroom? That's going to be a what a hoop that's going to be." But I mean, it turned out well. It yeah. Turned out well. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Well, it's, yeah, this is a good convention. It's a lot of fun. Has there any been been a show or something that or a person you talk with or some memory that you've already got from just the first couple of days here? Uh, this, this year, yeah, my, Michael and I were talking, and and, and John and we were talking about old times, and, 
and uh, brings back a lot of memories. You know, it's, it's just, you know, everybody you talk to, I mean, you know, yeah. there's, there's so many people here. Yeah. You know, people that, people that, and a lot of people have passed away. That's true. You know, uh, yeah. too many, too many. Yeah. But and then I just heard yesterday about Dan Garrett having passed. Did you know that? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I couldn't believe it. Could not believe it. I thought he was in such good health. I mean, six months ago, I thought, I, I thought I'd just seen an, an ad uh, about him and doing shows. And then all of a sudden, he's gone. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's just, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to say. No, it's it's just cycle of life. Yeah, you're, you know? gonna, you're gonna be you're gonna be doing one of these with somebody else, and you're gonna be saying, "Hey, I heard Dave Cressy passed away about two weeks ago." One never knows. Yeah. Anyway. And they're, never all, know. they're all gonna say, "Thank God he's gone." <laughs> no, thankfully we have a record of you talking about how good and healthy you are right now. Think you're gonna live forever. We all do. Think we're gonna live yeah, forever. Yeah. Well, yeah. We never know. Our days are all numbered. Yeah. Right I have no idea. That's right. Well, I've been enjoying this. It's been a great convention. The weather's been absolutely wonderful outside, which is also... I keep talking about the weather on this podcast. The reason is because we're outside so much, because it's just kind of a, a very localized community of people walking around outside. It's not just happening here in the high school or yeah. the Legion or wherever. Oh, it's all over. It's all over Poland. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an amazing convention. It, it's, it's like... I mean, you see it everywhere. It, it's not just at the high school. It's on the streets. It's on the. It's in the main street. It's, it's in all the the the, uh, the restaurants, uh, uh, the pizza place. I mean, it's, it's everywhere. You know? and it's attracted international attention. I mean, like tonight's show, we're going to be having an Asian show. Tomorrow night is a South American show. I just talked with a couple of friends who came over from uh, Germany. It was their first time. They said that they had heard reports about this convention before. So we got to come over and check it out. And they're loving it. <laughs> It is. It's really a really fun time. Yeah. Really fun time. That's great. Yeah. Well, it's always good to see you, Dave. Glad you're doing so well. You're looking good and healthy, actually. Yeah. No, I think you are, man. <laughs> always, a, always a pleasure. Well, wish you the best. Thank you very much. So with the Magic Word Podcast, that was Dave Cressy. Scotty out. It's interesting, uh, we have a couple of uh, current presidents with us, and we spoke a little bit earlier with uh, John Sturck, uh, who is uh, president of the uh, Society of American Magicians. He also happens to be the keyboard artist uh, who is providing the musical accompaniment to the shows, afternoon and the evenings and everything you know there as well. And one of the people that we've got with us then right now, or actually it's not one of, but a person, the person who I have with me right now is the current president of the International Brotherhood of Magicians. That's the international president, Mr. Chuck Arkin. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Scott. How are you today? I'm fantastic. And uh, you look smart in that uh, chain you're wearing. So. Uh, thank you very <laughs> and, much. And uh, I, <laughs> I remember when Jerry Schnepp had that. I think it was around that time that it was, I think he had that made. I don't think he ever took it off. I remember his wife joking about it. I think he went to bed with it. Slept you know? with it and in the bathtub as well, I understand. <laughs> yes. that, was, that was funny. So this coming year, what are your thoughts and dreams and vision? Or well, the IBM and what you're going to do? Well, big membership drive promotion. We're looking at uh, a substantial increase in membership, uh, hopefully as I travel around the globe post-COVID, knock on wood, yeah. uh, we'll be able to get more people involved and realize that the concept of joining an organization, allowing you to learn more and connect with more people, 
and doing that in person and at conventions and at ring meetings provides even more than you get just from YouTube. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good point because people can stay home and, uh, and feel like they don't need to have uh, attend conventions or buy magazines or join an organization because that way they can uh, learn by watching, you say, like YouTube or perhaps having online forums where they can interact with whomever mm-hmm. and they can get some feedback that way from some of their shows. But there's still nothing like the uh, actual seeing something and uh, even a demonstration of something. You can see a demo of uh, videos that the dealers will send you, but to go to an actual convention where you will go into the dealer's room and they're showing you something right in front of you. You can ask questions, you see different angles, completely different concept. Right. I made some purchases at the dealer room and went to the ATM to get some more money for more purchases. (laughs) And the fact that when you get something, if you're not quite sure how it works, the dealers are right there as they were helping me put it together and set up routines. Very, very important. Wouldn't you say you probably buy more stuff live than you do online? Oh, definitely. I've purchased... uh, uh, even at uh, the SAM convention uh, uh, this past month, uh, items that I wouldn't have dreamt about purchasing, I held off purchasing at the IBM convention, but when they were back at the SAM convention, got to get it because I don't have it yet. <laughs> so what does your international travel look like for this coming year? Sure. Well, uh, we're going to Magic Live uh, this coming Sunday, yep. uh, and then we'll be going to the British Ring Convention in Eastbourne, and the Barcelona Ring 401 in Barcelona, Spain. Does that follow right after Eastbourne? I uh, got about a month okay. to, to catch our breath and then go forward. <laughs> and uh, I've also been invited to PCAM in California, so that's on the agenda as well. Right. And next year, speaking of the Pacific Coast area, the uh, IBM convention is going to be in Tacoma. That's kind of an interesting choice. Right, July 10th through 13th. Uh, we've been in the Midwest for a few years in a row. And it's important to get around to different parts of the country. So by going to the northwest, we should be pulling in a lot more people from Canada, from California, uh, and from um, a little bit west further in Asia. So good turnout expected. There have been a lot of conventions that are pretty good size here, back-to-back, you know, with the uh, SAM, well, the IBM, SAM, and then Abbott's, and then Magic Live. Uh, Is there any talk of any time soon of joining again with the SAM as far as having a joint convention? It's been a while since we've last had our joint convention. Right. I was on the combined convention committee with IBM and SAM, uh, the last two of the combined conventions. I think we're starting slow with uh, John Sturck, who's the, the national president of the SAM, and I have been meeting, and we're starting to get to some committees together, uh, joint activities with multiple people on each side, and uh, I think that will help to warm up both boards for realizing that we can work together in harmony mm-hmm. uh, and put together some strong combined conventions. Yeah, I think that there are some synergies that the organizations can enjoy, uh, like we're doing. I say we, the TAOM, then next year with mm-hmm. not only uh, SAM, but also North American championships with FISM. Right, and that's something I'm looking forward to as well. The, uh, the FISM uh, qualifiers, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be strong, so I encourage people to sign up for FISM as well. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. It will be, uh, let's see, in 25. Is that right? It's going to, mm-hmm. it's going to be in, um, in Italy. Right, right. Okay. Have you, you signed up for that? You're planning on going attending, I'm assuming? I'm going. I haven't yeah. signed up yet, though. Okay. Yes. Yeah. When I was at the uh, last one, where did we go? We were in, uh, we were in Italy. We were in, 
Oh, we were in Quebec, you know, last right. year. That's right. when they were signed up. A lot of people, North Americans in particular, went to their first FISM because it was in North America and it was relatively mm-hmm. close. Right. And I think uh, a lot of people there said, hey, this really isn't half bad. This is really what everyone said it was. I'm going to go to the next one. I think they did a very wise thing by bringing it to North America for the first time right. uh, and encouraging people then to uh, go to the European continent or area, you know, for the next one, the future ones. Right. The larger conventions... Uh, the FISM, and oh, I, I failed to mention, Lori and I are also going to Blackpool for the first time. So uh, that's going to be an experience where there's so many additional opportunities to let people know about our organization and uh, hopefully uh, get an increase in membership. Now, again, on membership, how and what are you doing uh, in order to encourage more membership? Are there some benefits that you're looking into offering or what? Yeah, so right now we have a, uh, we just rolled out a referral program where an existing IBM member who recruits a new person coming in can choose from one of five, well, we'll call them incentive gifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be a presidential challenge coin, could be a set of three manipulation coins, uh, or, or 100th anniversary playing card deck, insurance policies, or a 10% discount off our merchandise store. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's, uh, that's also a good incentive. And uh, uh, you know, when we have an existing member recruiting a new member, uh, that has more powerful punch and attraction than just expecting an ad to bring someone off the street. That's true, because word of mouth is always better I mean, when you have testimonials as opposed to trying to bring someone in from, from an advertisement, as you say. Right, and we want to increase our penetration in the, uh, in the actual uh, rings because we recognize that not all rings strictly enforce your 100% participation in the in international. Do you have any plans to perhaps uh, visit or surprise some rings and going around when you're at conventions of saying maybe I'll stick around and go attend your local club meeting? Definitely. I have, uh, I have an extended uh, time available since I officially retired from my banking job this past March, uh, and one of my goals is to visit uh, at least 50, believe it or not, 50 rings during the next 12 months. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's going to be a combination of in-person and hybrid as well via Zoom and other Right. Right. Uh, and, and speaking of Zoom and the website and digital content that the IBM offers, is that something that you're looking at expanding? Have you got a committee that's looking into doing something, or what's the status, and where are they going with this? Yeah, we've actually formed a committee this past year that we're, we're building on uh, to uh, do some redesigns to the, to the site, and we're doing a heck of a lot more uh, digital platform advertising on TikTok, Instagram, uh, YouTube, uh, so, uh, and Facebook, of course, uh, and on a regular basis, uh, every couple of days, it seems, I'm getting alerts about additional I- IBM postings. Mm-hmm. So digital uh, marketing is, is big, and it goes viral. get a lot more people interested. Right. Well, getting specifically back to this convention, then drawing it back again mm-hmm. to Abbott's, what are you digging the most? What do you, what do you enjoy? What's happened so far that's been outstanding for you so far? Well, it's, it's not just the family reunion, but... Um, jamming with people that I haven't met before and just sharing ideas. I was at, uh, at the American Legion the other night with uh, Mike Woodward and, and a couple of, of his friends that are now my new friends and just taking a deck of cards and, and showing here's my variation of something you could do. So just bouncing ideas off each other. Informal jam sessions are huge. Did you get a chance also when you were at the Legion over there to do some impromptu magic for some of the locals? I did. I I did a little routine uh, that my my good friend uh, Ron Lawson from Cincinnati taught me. Uh, Involves a biddle move. 
mm-hmm. uh, where uh, it's it's a combination of twisting the aces with a, with a surprise mm-hmm. kicker ending. So that's always fun. I think it's kind of cool. There are a lot of people who, not just local, but actually drive in to mm-hmm. Colon to go to the Legion knowing that this is Magic Week. Or, and Curly's last evening had a contest mm-hmm. uh, afterwards. And, uh, I mean, again, people, you know, just are dying to see some uh, live magic knowing you're going to see some of the best. And everybody's more than anxious to see that. Not just the street magicians who are out working, but uh, mm-hmm. I know I know that Trino has been out there and Jania Taylor and several others who have, who have been out. And the weather's been outstanding for seeing some street magicians then, too. Yeah, great combination. Uh, huge turnout from the public, not only on the street performances, but you come into this high school auditorium and it's packed, mm-hmm. wall-to-wall people, and that's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, and it's not all magicians. I mean, there are a lot of people who are, who, and I say, the general public, which includes the Amish, there is a, a large Amish uh, community here, and they're very supportive uh, mm-hmm. of magic, and they really enjoy family entertainment, obviously, and this is perfect for them as well. Right. Matter of fact, I've, I was invited to an Amish dinner t- uh, this evening. I'll see you there. Wonderful, I'll be wonderful, there. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, with Harriet and company. Yep, exactly. Yes. Uh, so I'm going to bring some of my favorites because... Uh, Typically, when we have these Amish dinners, we not only enjoy the wonderful camaraderie, but uh, we, we put on some impromptu uh, magic bits for the, for the families uh, of the Amish community, and they just love it. They're just wonderful people. Yeah. Yeah, they do. It's, uh, it, it is a lot of fun, and, and they're very appreciative of that then as well. And so, and the food is amazing yes, and from the past few years that I've attended this as well. Well, Chuck, thank you very much. I wish you nothing but the best of luck over the coming year, and I know that you'll bring um, a, a different perspective that will uh, be joy to the world here. So. Great thought. Great, Scott, and thanks for help spreading the magic word. <laughs> I love the way he says that. He's one of my friends, the magic word, by the way, meaning he's one of the uh, financial backers over here then, too. And uh, speaking of a couple of friends, magic word, there's Yui Sperlick, as well, and Gunden from uh, Germany. Thank you guys very much for coming again. Hello. 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 <laughs> hello. So I just wanted to uh, welcome you again and say hello. I've just uh, talked with Chuck, and so hope you guys are enjoying the convention uh, a lot. So uh, thank you very much. And so for the Magic Word Podcast, that was Chuck Arkin, Scotty out. We are doing something special now. It's kind of, uh, well, it is completely unique to this area (laughs) and to magic conventions in general. We're here actually on uh, an Amish farm where they are fixing dinner for us. And this is kind of a tradition for a group of about 20 of us. We've done this for a few years. Uh, And uh, one of the people who was on the show the other night and someone who is a longtime friend of mine and yours, perhaps too, you might have heard him on the podcast in the past, please welcome my buddy, Michael Tricks. Hey, Michael. Hey, Scotty. (laughs) Thanks for having me again. You bet. And it was uh, fun. Thanks for joining me, by the way. Then yesterday for our Magic and Martini, he co-hosted. So I recommend if you go back to Facebook or YouTube, you can watch the video and hear us chat and see who all shows up. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. A <laughs> couple martinis and uh, yeah, That's right. talking. That's right. Yeah, it was great. So... Have you ever been on an Amish farm before? I have not. I know other people have hosted the other ones here yeah. in town, and I haven't been to any of them, but uh, we're here now waiting to, uh, I guess, get let in there, hanging out by the chicken coop. By the chicken coop. <laughs> smells like chicken. The so. egg man's here. The chicken's... Egg- <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, but uh, it's been a great week so far. We still got tonight and tomorrow, tomorrow night. Um, so yeah. The nice thing is that you were kind of finished after the first night, so you can kind of kick back and enjoy. I, lo- it, right? I love being on the first night show. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm done and can just relax instead of building up all yeah. week. Man, I got to top that. I got to try and top. You know, not top stuff, but you know, I like to get it out of the way though. The first night. Well, thinking of that, great. I mean, you were the first one to kick off the first night show too. I was I mean, the, the like, first live act anyone yeah. saw. Yeah, yeah, for the week. So uh, and you really set the bar high. You kick know, it off I with thought. some energy. And, yeah, I think that's why they do that. Uh, the fast pace or the rock and roll night we had mm-hmm. i'm sure i know you talked about it with a couple of the other guys already but with chesa day and uh richard hughes and uh jeffrey Jean. is that mm-hmm. Jean? yeah um so yeah it was a fun night and uh last night was great um yeah and looking forward then to uh, we still have tonight's show after we finish uh, dinner here and I, they usually give us buggy rides also so, oh really yeah uh, I, I didn't know that, that. that. my yeah. wife's been wanting to do that so <laughs> that'll be fun um uh, so what else? Oh, tonight is the uh, All Japanese Show. I'm looking forward to that. Right? right. Is that what that is tonight? Right. And then I uh, saw Matt King lecture this afternoon. That was good. Uh, did a couple things different from his last year one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like that card palm he was uh, teaching. I really hadn't thought about doing that that way before. Where yeah, you just yeah. Kind of stick it under the bottom. Yeah, card. it's almost like you're doing the tilt move, but just right under the neck into you your palm. Stick it right stick in your palm. Right. Instead of called the direct palm from yeah. Uh, yeah. A direct palm, and so if you're working on stage in particular, that works. I mean, yeah, I'm great. sure it could probably work in close-up situation, table to yeah, table. Yeah, no, no break, double undercuts, and put it right in there. <laughs> Stick it in. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, That's right. It was great. It was good. And then uh, this afternoon, uh, Tim Wright as Skildini was uh, very funny. Did you see his show? I didn't. Oh, no, boy. we headed back to the hotel to rest up. It was very funny. He had, uh, he was doing it as if that he was a salesman for Abbott's. So we had all this Abbott's crap out there. Oh, cool. And he'd pick us up, and he was, oh, he was so <laughs> like, funny. Like he was demoing the, their exactly. stuff. Yeah, oh, right, great. right. And he did, like, the whole routine with each little thing, you know. Oh, wow. And uh, it was, uh, and then he had, you know, some interaction with some of the people in the audience and everything, and just in the Skildini style. Yeah, oh, great. Very funny. And he had his, uh, you know, ruffled shirt on and everything. It was just, it was, you know, very, very funny. Uh, and then uh, different things, I guess, happened still around downtown. I'm assuming they probably had some uh, stage, or rather, what am I trying to say? Uh, uh, the shows street at, performers, uh, I Street guess. performers downtown, yeah. Um, and they also have the shows at Abbott's, you know, $5 shows throughout the day, a couple of them, uh, whatever, with the lectures at the school, back and forth, people right. jumping around doing uh, different stuff. And then going to the dealers, and then also some people went over to uh, Marshall, which is about 35 miles away to the American to Museum. Museum, yeah. Camp. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's just a lot of stuff going on, and you can kind of pick and choose whatever you want to do, or you can just kind of kick back and enjoy the weather. Yeah, yeah, so go see the things you want, and if not, do other stuff. They have the cemetery tours, you know, I think you talked mm-hmm. about already with the other guys, yeah. and yeah, um, yeah it's been yeah. fun. And so now that you have relaxed, is there anything that kind of comes to mind? It's one of the first things. I mean, you it's not your first one. I mean, you, you came in 18, you said, 2018? Uh, no, it was... Um, Whatever the 82nd one was. This is the 85th, so just yeah. well, whatever, three, well, three years had, ago. Yeah, because they weren't here. Then we skipped COVID. one, I guess, yeah. right? We skipped that one. So maybe four years ago, I guess, I did. was my first time here, and I was a performer then, too. And I said I'd always come back whether I'm performing or not. And I have been to all the ones since then that they did have. And... Um, got hired again this year so uh here and what I am is it about again. The, again this one that you've seen did you like uh i always enjoy mac king as many times as i've seen him yeah. uh, i love mac and uh we, we still got lance burton lecture tomorrow and yes. i guess he'll be on the show a little bit tomorrow night mm-hmm. that's always fun but i'm looking forward to the all okay. japanese show tonight for sure because mm-hmm. you know their dedication to rehearsal and stuff that is going to be okay. killer stuff i'm yeah. sure well i kind of enjoyed the close-up that was another thing that reminded me they had the uh, uh south american uh, magicians doing close-up this afternoon or stand-up kind of a thing mm-hmm. uh, they had given uh, giving some lectures uh, and then uh, they 
did the stand-up thing this afternoon that I thought was very clever. It was very well, good. was good. So, I missed that, too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. no, There's so much going on, you know. There, there is. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, standing in cold water if we want to go relax or, you know, shower again or whatever. We've yeah. got to drive. It's, you know, 40-minute ride back there and back. But it's nice. It's, it's a nice. I don't mind the ride back and forth, you know, take a little break, come back for the other stuff. And dinner and the show tonight, it's going to be awesome. And looking forward to this. Yeah, it looks like Lance Burton's bus is pulling up Yeah, the big purple bird bus. Yep, that's right. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, it, um, uh, I was going to say, there's just a lot, so much uh, going on. It's kind of hard to, you know, pick and choose what you're going to be able to do, but you don't have to do much. All I know what I was going to say is about the rabbit ears. They're going to be selling those uh, tonight and tomorrow. Kay Decker's got a, uh, a food truck. She said so. Essentially, it's like elephant ears. Oh, the ears. elephant ears of the yeah, carnival. They call, or whatever it, yeah, they, carnival. they call them bunny ears here. Yeah, rabbit bunny ears, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, usually, we asked and thought about that early because they usually have the food truck right there at the end of the school yeah. uh, road there. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we hadn't seen that. So that's she. I talked with her yesterday. She said, yeah, we're going to be here Friday, Saturday. So that's... Uh, tonight and tomorrow. Well, anyhow, Michael, as always, good seeing you, man. Thank you, Scotty. It's going to be some fun. Uh, awesome, I'm looking man. forward to some good food again, too. Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> so for Here the Magic Board Podcast, that's Michael Tricks. Scotty out. We're getting ready for the uh, third uh, evening show here on Friday night, and you can hear the strains of the international president, the national president of the Society of American Magicians, that's John Cirk in the background, playing Bewitched as we get ready. But I've got with me a couple of people you've heard in the past on the podcast. Uh, a while back, we heard Keith Fields, and he's right here with me now. Hey, Keith. Hey, boys. How you doing? And then somebody just a few weeks ago you heard was Randy Wakeman. Hey there, Randy. Hi, Scott. How you doing? Fantastic. Now, both of you got here just today, so you kind of missed out on some of the activities, haven't you? Tragically. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to go back and listen to the per- first few days. I, I've been You're hearing stories already, actually. I wish I was here for some of it. Are you going to be here for the next couple nights in as uh, well? We, we leave tomorrow night because we're heading on to the castle for Sunday. So That's right. Somebody told me that you weren't coming because you are working the castle. Yeah. So you're not going to be a Magic Live. Uh, correct. Okay. Yeah. Randy, are you going to the Magic Live, right? No, no, no. You're not. You're just going to be here and then you're going I'll, back I'll home. be here back back home on Sunday. But you're staying here through tomorrow night. You're staying yes. tonight's show tomorrow? Yes. Okay. Uh, some of the people went over today to the American Museum of Magic. You know, they're really trying to promote that. And they're doing a lot of work on the uh, other place. They need to get a new air conditioning system and everything over there. That uh, And so here's Sean Begonia, by the way, too. Hey there, Sean. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> and uh, it's the guy who has the um, genie in the bottle over there, the dancing Hank. <laughs> yes, that's me. <laughs> well, I have a new Hanky in my, oh, my God, what do I do with my purse? Oh, you better find your stuff. Uh, my purse. Yeah. <laughs> it's a man we, thing. It's, like a, it's a, a mantle. It's right? a mantle. It's a mantle. Exactly. No, don't leave. Don't leave. Uh, your position right now with the IBM, then what are you doing, Keith? You uh, are... I'm, I'm currently on the exec committee of the IBM. I'm involved in convention stuff and general running IBM stuff. And it's, uh, it's a really interesting thing. Uh, just to add to a word to anybody who is listening... Get involved with these organisations. We all need volunteers at the moment uh, to cover anything from, if you have internet experience, marketing experience, all those things, we need more volunteers. So if anyone wants to know how to get involved, just contact me and we'll see if we can get you involved. And how can they, what are you, what's your email? Or oh, Keith at KeithFields.com. Keith at KeithFields.com. Yeah, just search for Keith Fields online, you'll find me and my yep. internet's there. But yeah, but yeah, I love magic organisations without the IBM in particular. I, I wouldn't be who I am today, and I wouldn't have had the career I've had. And I'm really enjoying being a part of the organization. So come on, folks, get on board. It's fun. We just talked with Chuck Arkin, who is the current uh, president, president yeah. and he is the one also uh, really trying to promote uh, membership 
this yeah. coming year. That's his yeah. new goal for the coming Absolutely. year. Absolutely, well, membership is an issue for organisations all over, yeah. well, all over the world. Probably it's the same in right. the UK and America. Um, well, I think, and, Randy, you might talk about this on the phone a few times about convention attendance and also about uh, membership sure, and organization. Sure. I want to compliment Keith because that fake British accent sounds so authentic. <laughs> I, I'm a believer. I really, really am. I spent years practicing it. And you yeah, almost you sound do. American. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Close. Yeah. I'm from Detroit, I'll have you know. Almost like a gun-toting American Texan. You know, they sound almost like one of us. <laughs> So anyhow, you're going to be uh, here for the next day. I guess, next day and a half, yeah, two out. days. Yeah. And then you're flying straight from Chicago. Are you driving from Chicago? Uh, and then Detroit. Back to LA? Okay. Yeah, Detroit to LA, and, and LA. we'll be there all next week, starting on Monday. So if anyone's in LA listening, come and say hello. Parlor know, Palace. Uh, we're doing the Palace. Uh, I know Magic Live is on, but if you're left behind in LA and you want some fun and a few smiles, come and see then. us in the Palace. Are you yeah. emceeing, or who else on? With kind you? of, yeah. Um, Juliana Chen is on, and there is someone else as well whose name has just slipped my mind. Okay, so we three of you and There'll Sarah, three, of course. Me and Sarah, uh, we're doing the sort of emceeing and, the, uh, and then Juliana Chen and this other person. I thought it would come out then. Well, I just went for it positively, but no, it's not there. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's going to be a fantastic show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Now, when's the last time, Randy, you worked at the Magic Castle? I've been out of the castle for years. I know many, you were. Many, many years. Yeah. No, it's been a long time. You need to get back again. They're okay. missing you. They want you to come back. I'm in Colin. <laughs> what more could you ask for? This has been great. You're right. It is great. We're gonna, you're going to be going to Jerry Costello's party tomorrow night, by the way. I think it's 5 to 8. So uh, he gave me an invite. Where he is right over there. You ought to grab an invite for him so you know, so I can see over there. We can talk a little bit more you know, at that point. But I think we need to kind of wrap this up because okay, we've got about two minutes before. And John is getting louder and louder, Mr. Sturk at the organ. That's right. Uh, he's playing on it and producing a huge sound, if I might say. <laughs> out of that little, out of, a, out of a, such a small organ. Uh, yes, yeah, how, how it produces something large or something so small. It's quite impressive. You're multicolored, uh, Scott, yes, but I really expected more. Well, come because tomorrow night. Because it's summertime, you know, it's just not quite flashy enough. Tomorrow night I will. Last night I was wearing my martini shirt, so this is this for today. And tomorrow will be different than yet. I've got another one. Listen, thanks a lot. That sounds like he's wrapping up. They're going to flash the lights. That was Randy Perfect. Wakeman. Keith Fields. This is Scotty L. Well, we're getting ready to, uh, we just finished the evening show then right now, and we are in the dealer's room, and everybody has come over to the dealer's room because we're getting ready to soon announce the winners of the contest this afternoon, uh, and I will be able to share that with you. I was one of the judges, so I know who, who they were. But uh, anyhow, we're here with a couple of friends who have come from Germany, Yui Sperlich, Yui. Hi. <laughs> and Gun Freilich. Gun, yes, hello. Is that close? Gun. Yes. Maya, yes. Yes, got it. <laughs> okay. So you guys had come from Germany, both in, in Munich, is that right, Darian? Yes, correct. Okay, and you were uh, the uh, president of your local... Uh, the vice president, he's the president. Okay. Yeah, is I'm that the, the German magic circle? or? Yeah, well, uh, the German magic circle is organized like in the sub-circles, and in every city has a, a one or two clubs, and they belong to the head organization. And so we are part of the magic circle in Germany, yes. I know that you attend conventions from time to time. We were just talking about attending FISM and being at Quebec. Uh, and is this one of your first national conventions in the United States? Uh, for me, no. I've been to Magic Life uh, four times. Mm-hmm. And, well, it's my first time in Colon, so... Okay. 
Well, maybe it's the first time in Colon and in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas. You looking forward to Vegas as well? I'm doing so, yes. So, yeah, if you've never been, you're going to be uh, seeing some of the other shows while you're there outside of Magic Live? Oh, yeah, I've seen many shows, but not in Las Vegas. And how about you? Are you going to see uh, something? Uh, we are going to see Matt King, actually. <laughs> and, you just saw him. Yeah, <laughs> and Shim Lim and yeah, uh, Colin show. McLeod. All great shows. Unfortunately, Penn and Teller uh, are not uh, playing because they're uh, recording. They're filming. Yeah. They're filming their Foolish yeah. show. That's right. Now, what do you think of your first experience of coming to Colon? Uh, as far as, what do you think, Gunnar? Oh, very rural, but uh, very friendly and open, and uh, it's amazing. Yeah, it's, uh, you get introduced to so many people, meet new people, and... It's, it's good that not so many Germans are here. So you get, yeah, really, because sometimes then you stay amongst yourselves. Yeah. And I think at Magic Life we are going to be many Germans. So, so uh, it's not so easy to connect with, with new friends. So. Well, when we get to uh, over there, uh, that is to Las Vegas, I hope that you connect me with some of the other German friends while we're there, too. Yeah, I kind of yeah. like to hang out with you guys a little bit to kind of get ready for next month and meet. Yeah, Oktoberfest. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, there will be many guys from Munich, so <laughs> if you just see me, you can come up, and then then I'll introduce you, yeah. Good. Looking forward to that. So, yeah, this being your first time, do you find that this was, you say it was really friendly, even though there were not other Germans to, to hang out with, have you found that you have new friends that you met here? Yes, we did. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. I mean, didn't expect it to be that welcoming. Uh, it was very welcoming always in, in the U.S., but but uh, we got invited to a, to a party tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to that. And yeah, yeah. Oh, Jerry Costello's yeah. thing over in the lake. Yeah. That's a fun time. It's out in the lake, and uh, so yeah, they got food and drink and this yeah. uh, <laughs> fellowship. It's a good time. It's fun. Yeah, and what do you think of the downtown area? It's not like any place in Germany, is it? Uh, no, far away. It's like the countryside where I grew up, uh, but I like bigger cities better. But this is amazing for a small city, having so much magic. In, everything's in walking distance. Yes. <laughs> Did you happen to see any of the uh, Amish people then as well in their buggies? Well, yeah, and there are cartridges. Yeah. Passing yeah. by, and I saw the horse shit on the on the street. All right, well, it looks like it sounds like that they're getting ready to announce the uh, the winners over here. Listen, thank you guys very much. I'm so glad you came. Thank you very much, Huey. Thank you. I'm just going to walk over here and hear what he has said. These are filled with notes. Uh, it's constructive criticism. Keep so- going. All right. Hi, Scott. Hi, BJ. <laughs> uh, these are filled with notes, so uh, make sure to come up and grab these afterwards. There's going to be some pointers uh, uh, for you that you might appreciate, some you might not. But uh, regardless, I've got these judges' scorecards. So, BJ, do we give you the same criticism, too? <laughs> <laughs> yes, could we give I mean, BJ the same criticism, too? I mean, <laughs> sure. Good. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. It's a... Uh, okay, uh, I mean, you, we, we can start a committee. I'll get my ex-wife on the phone, and she'll. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we've got. Uh, let me make sure. Uh, third place. Okay. Third place at the Abbott's 85th Magic Get Together in our stage show competition goes to Buddy August. Buddy August, the old professor. Hey, buddy. Second place, 
second place at the Abbott's 85th Magic Get Together Stage Show Competition goes to Hanneman the Magician, Scott Hanneman. Our first place winner in the uh, stage competition at Abbott's Magic for 2023, Art Garfunkel. (laughs) Anthony Stockton, actually. He looks like Art Garfunkel. Thank you, BJ. Thank you. Good job. Thank you. So there you have it. As it was announced live, uh, you get to hear the uh, first, second, third place. So pretty, pretty interesting. Let's talk with the winner over here. I'll back up for all right. So, Anthony, you're excited. What are you going to do with all that money? Go to Disney World? Uh, I don't know. Probably put it into my savings account for right now. <laughs> So there he was. And he is one of the people also who uh, is uh, one of the backstage helpers, has been for a long number of years, and he's been a competitor for quite some time uh, as well uh, here at Abbott's, and uh, finally taking home first prize. Really good uh, uh, show that he had then uh, today for the contest, and well-deserved. Anyhow, I think that's kind of a wrap over here. We've uh, had the evening show, heard a little bit about that. It was just fantastic from the uh, Japanese crew. And tomorrow will be the uh, South Americans uh, tomorrow evening. And uh, I hope to see all these guys perhaps combined again in another show in the future. Mike Little is hoping to get them booked in some other conventions in the future as well. But, so that way the rest of you can kind of share and see how good that they are then as well. So for the Magic Word Podcast, this is Scotty out. Well, you just heard the uh, information uh, about who won the contest over there uh, from B.J. Mallon. And we have left the dealer's room where that was announced and went downtown where uh, we thought we stopped by uh, Sterling's to see what John and Tamara are up to. And lo and behold, they have a show tonight. I'd forgotten. It. I mean, there were signs all over town. I was the last to know. But luckily, they, there was a seat available. So I got a ticket to come in and see David McCreary. But right now, I'm with Tamara and John Sterling. Hey, guys. Hey, Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good to see you then here as well. So it's a great convention and a great thing. You know, I think what's wonderful is how... There are so many magic things that are happening that are ancillary to just the magic convention of Abbott's. I mean, it's not just Abbott stuff, but it's everything else in street magic and uh, people who are vendors on the streets and everything then, too. So you guys have been in Colon for how many years? Well, I bought the building in 07 mm-hmm. and uh, spent a few years renovating. I would say we've been officially open 10-ish years. Yeah, because I remember in the earlier days when I think you had like two or three display cabinets and you had like six tricks out or something. It was empty, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was very, yeah, kind of Spartan. I thought, man, what a modern 
magic place this is. If you want to see something, I guess you've got to ask for it and they bring it out. Or... Yeah, uh, pretty much, pretty much. So. Definitely not that way now. No, you got a lot more stuff in here now. That's certainly true. And, and you actually, build out this the isn't even, uh, this is a small portion of our inventory. This Actually, this is about all we can really, we have room to display. Well, I know when I was with you, uh, when we talked before, when you were in Houston, you were there for Frankel's when they were having uh, their, uh, they were selling out at the auction and you got a bunch of stuff. Oh, we, yeah, we, we got quite an inventory from there. Yeah, so. plus other places, too, of course, yes. Yes. Since yes. as well. And then you guys then, uh, throughout the week, Tamara, tell us about some of the uh, live auctions you guys do. Oh, my gosh. So every Thursday evening, we go live at promptly 8.08-ish, and we do a live auction. Monday night at 8.08-ish is our Monday Night Mayhem. On Facebook? Yep, on Facebook. Um, Monday, is it YouTube, too, or just Facebook? Just Facebook. We do have some videos on YouTube. It's, you know, we've been... Com- Uploading them slowly, yeah, because yeah, it's a it's a process. Um, and then Tuesday is Treasures with Tam, which is a little higher end vintage collectors items, and sometimes we have book deals. And then Deal of the Day with Jay every day at eleven a.m. And there are only about three or four, maybe a half dozen things, so it's not like a long yeah. day. Or yeah, anything, so. it's it's pretty quick. And if guys want an item, they comment below the video, and I invoice them the next day. Do you put in there also beforehand to know what the things are that are going to be up for auction? Uh, no, because sometimes it's a pri- surprise to us, too. So. <laughs> we get guys that are like, oh, so what's going to be an auction tonight? And it's like, well, yeah, you know, it's 5 o'clock. We still have three hours. So. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, a lot of times it's a surprise to us. Uh, yeah. Several times there's like some pieces, you know, we'll pull up for the next few weeks. You know. And sometimes you're out of town. I mean, like, for an example, when we were in a winter carnival, mm-hmm. that you did a, a live auction there, yes. which right. was online, too. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, and that was a lot of fun. And actually, there's a couple of times we've been on the road that we've You've done literally that kind of pulled over. Yeah. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. just... Uh, yep. Wherever you get Wi-Fi, I guess. Yeah, and there's... Okay, let's do this right here. We're going to be at a theme park uh, later this fall, uh, so I know we'll be doing some lives from there, an auction or two. You're talking about this theater, the the building has been growing, uh, Mm -hmm. certainly. You didn't have the theater next door. That's been something that's been added since you had moved in, I guess. Right. um, Basically, uh, it's been in the works for several years. you know, it's still, I look at this project as it will never be done. Sure. You know, there's always something that I want to change, add to, improve. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's everything is functioning. And, uh, you know, the theater is, uh, I'm actually quite proud of it. I mean, the lighting, sure. the sound, everything. Um, you know, the show itself we do, you know, what our show now, what do we have, like six, eight? Ten illusions in it, we, well, and we it's could, just we have enough illusions to do two completely different shows at this point. Yep. So it's well, just, a forty minute show. Then. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we're we're just out of backstage room. <laughs> but it seats about how many people? Sixty people. Uh, we have seventy nine. Yeah. Seventy nine yep. seats, and uh, what I love about it is just the intimacy of the room, and you know the lighting, the sound that's there. It's uh, you know kind of taking a Vegasy type yeah. production and putting it into a small room yeah. that's, that's what I like now this is a small community obviously and mm-hmm. it seems like you know, people think well there's not enough room for you know one of us in town well okay then there's two then there's three or four mm-hmm. I mean they're, it's kind of grown and then you know contracted a little bit I know that Dwayne and Mary just left this last year and, and they've been trying to make a go of it and then they finally went to Branson and mm-hmm. it's, it's difficult you know but you guys have actually difficult. been growing and doing well then well it's also we're trying to um, we're trying to bring business to town. Like we have our, our close-up convention, our stand-up convention. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's other activities that, uh, you know, if we rely on Magic Week, right. this town is going to die. So, sure. You know, we have to bring people here throughout the year. Right. I remember a few years ago um, when we did Michigan Magic Day. One of our buddies has been you, coming you, here. You promote, we yes, advertise on the Magic Word. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one of our friends came here and he's like, this is the first time. I mean, he's been coming here for 30-some years. Yeah. First time, like... He ever drove through and like 
the corn stalks weren't there. It's like the fields were oh, empty because everyone's was always fall, here. I guess. Yeah, everyone yeah, okay. was always here, you know, in August, mm-hmm. and it was just it was a different look to town. And mm-hmm. I'm like, we're open 365, yeah. you know, other days of the year too. So. Do you also advertise or promote over at the uh, Marshall at uh, the American Museum of Magic? Yes. I mean, those yes. flyers, I guess, because people are interested in magic yeah. and they go there and they'll say, "Oh, what, is there any magic in town?" No, but there is over in Colon. Actually, we promote. Uh, we try to get outside of our immediate area because, like, mm-hmm. Battle Creek's 40 minutes, Kalamazoo. Um, you know, Chicago's two-ish hours. Do you drive over there hours. and do some TV shows and try to get our new segments and things? We have, actually, for Michigan Magic Day, yeah, a couple yeah. of the events we've done, um, uh, TV out in Kalamazoo mm-hmm. area, Grand Rapids. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, try to bring from the outside in. Really, I mean, to drive 45 minutes... It's really nothing visit. nowadays, yeah. right? I well, mean, that's well. I live in Texas. That's just across okay. town. I mean, yeah, I say across right. town. Actually, it's an hour and a half to go across town. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so uh, this is nothing. Right. Oh, exactly. Nothing. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, and we're from Metro Detroit area. Yeah. And really, to drive two-ish hours to get here is, you know, it's a nice day trip. Yeah, exactly. I think they can kind of come over and get back home and still, you know, get the kids in school the next day mm-hmm. or get, get to work. Or know. the next week, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Get to lose some time here because it's just a magical place, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. Well, we're trying to, you know, keep the magic here and also mm-hmm. keep building it. And... Uh, that's that's kind of the goal. And the theater that you got that next door or right here, uh, this is Sterling Magic Theater. Is that uh, how often do you have outside people? I mean, you said you got Tamara some illusions and th- stuff that you guys do, mm-hmm. but what about other outside acts? Like we had, so you saw David McCreary, for an example, from Columbus. So, well, generally we have uh, Jay Blackwell. Right. So he does a, a two o'clock show on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And every every Saturday. Every yeah. Saturday. Yep. Okay. And then we have uh, guests, you know, once or twice a month. Uh, the fill-in, mm-hmm. you know, when Jay's not available. And primarily, you know, if we have events, uh, families that are coming into town that would like to book the theater, mm-hmm. um, you know, we'll set up that with them. So it's a private event and right. it's small enough that, you know, a family of 40 or 50 can come in and fill the place. So. But I was just thinking, for an example, that uh, people, magicians, are looking for places to mm-hmm. perform, and this is one of them that they should kind of contact you. It's just kind of a yeah. stop along the Absolutely. way. Because I'm thinking Absolutely. of other theaters around, you know, mm-hmm. like, I was thinking of, uh, you know, Joe Gibbons' place, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and oh, right. out yeah. in Castle Rock, Colorado, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and then so. we also, we built, um, you know, one of the goals with this was to also build a basically a recording studio. Oh, So, sure. you know, they can come in and shoot a promo video. Mm-hmm. We have uh, four cameras, you know, pretty pretty high quality stuff and yeah. come and shoot you know get the lighting sound however you want yeah. it and uh so i mean we've, we've built that for ourselves but also we have the ability for others to do that and we can also stream um actually carbonaro which there was a little snafu a couple of years ago he was going to do a streaming show oh, cool. uh, when he was out for magic week. oh i remember that yes. there was a little snafu on little, that yeah. yes but we won't talk about that no we won't <laughs> no, no. But i remember what you're talking about yep. Well, listen, you guys have done a, an amazing job, and congratulations on the advancement that you've uh, done here so far and thank the you. direction thank that you. it's going. I like what's happening here, and uh, wish you nothing but the best. We're well, super thank you. excited. Thank you yeah. so much. I yeah. know Carl Thornton's been a lot of help as well along yeah, the way. Yeah, he's the, the, my best bud. Yeah, yeah. he's been, uh, yeah, he's he awesome. He is over every single day for coffee. <laughs> <laughs> he does I mean, not need coffee. <laughs> I mean, he does need coffee. That's a good point. I would invite uh, the listeners to go back and explore in the archives and uh, look up uh, uh, John Sterling and Carl Thornton, where the two of you guys uh, uh, 
uh, or stopped by the house, and we had a long chat. That was awesome. That when we had uh, went out to Papacitas and had some dinners, I recall. Nice. Too. That was, yeah, 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 that was a good time. I did. Had some good food. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, you can't tell her that. Oh, no, it was horrible. It was you would not have enjoyed yeah. it at all. Okay. No, it wasn't. No, we, we struggled. Yeah, it was rough. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> well, thank you guys very much, and uh, good talking with you. Well, thank, thank you so you. much. Thank so you. for the Magic Word Podcast, I'm here live from Sterlini's Magic Shop right on the square in Colton, Michigan with Tamara and John Sterlini. Scotty out.